Hello, everybody, and welcome to Patty and Michael's fabulous Prince Edward Island Real Estate and PEI Stuff podcast. This is another super exciting episode, and today we're talking about appraisals, what is a CMA, and full disclosure when you are buying or selling a house. Patty, say hello to our massive international audience for people as far as Halifax are listening. Hi, everyone. And yeah, I think we have an exciting topic today to talk about, Michael. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, then go ahead. So I guess we'll start with the CMA. And what is a CMA? Uh, CMA stands for a comparative market analysis. At our office, we usually call it an um, equity evaluation because most sellers just want to know how much equity they have in their home to move forward with whether they're retiring or purchasing um, another property. So the equity is the amount of money that you have in your home that the bank doesn't own that portion. So after you pay your mortgage or any loans against the house. Correct. Okay. Um, So if if a seller is looking to sell their property, the first thing that they're going to end up wanting to do is to have a CMA done. So that's when they end up calling in a real estate professional. And the real estate professional, in order to do an an effective um, CMA, would need to actually visit and see the property. They need to understand what the purchase price was when the, the sellers bought the property. Now, this is relevant if it was within the last five years or so, um, we can do what the market increase was from the time they purchased it until today. Gives us a rough estimate. But doesn't that assume they didn't pay too much? Oh, absolutely. Too little? Absolutely. And so you're are... assuming they set market value, which they didn't because one person does not make a statistic. No, I agree. I just said that was an approximate and gives us a starting point. So... Yeah, so that's that's the first thing that I we typically do at my brokerage in doing a comparative market analysis. And then we can do that prior to, because that information is available to us, if it went through a real estate professional, it'll be on our MLS data uh, system. And if they've purchased it in, say, the last 20 years, it should be information that is available to us at our registry office, which is public information. So that's a a good starting point, understand where the market is. Um, I, myself personally, my process is, I am equipped with this much information when I go in to take a look at the property. And I don't, I'm not able to, to do, and I don't know what you do, Michael, but I'm not able to give a price at that visit. I'm going to need to go back. I'm going to, because I don't know what it looks like. I've never seen the property before. Well, you could give a price if they want to sit there for two or three hours looking at you playing with your computer and looking up data, sales data. Yeah, if you're going to do the market evaluation right there on site. And yes, some properties, the more niche and unique they are, the longer the... um, the longer the process uh, takes in order to try to establish what fair market value is for the property. So um, any agent that comes in and throws some cut sheets down on the property before they've even seen it and said, asked you what you're looking for and throws 
you know, just based on whether it's a split entry, a bungalow or a two-story home with a garage or without a garage, uh, waterfront or not waterfront. Really, uh, in my opinion, you cannot establish a price until you really go back and start looking at the data. So, and I believe you're of the same belief. I have a question. Go ahead. If I'm going to sell my house, why wouldn't I just call one, two, or three appraisers that don't have a vested interest in listing the property and getting an unbiased opinion based on the market time that I or the market suggests to determine a viable price? What I mean by that is when a bank tenders out an appraisal on a house, which is standard procedure now, the bank will say, we want a price in this house to sell it within 90 days if the mortgage isn't paid. So if I phone up three appraisers and have them all do an appraisal and don't give them any information or try to steer them high or low, tell them it's a divorce and I want it for nothing or I'm selling it and I want it for the most, and just let them work on the sales data, which is the only source of information they should be using, then I should get a pretty good representation of that property. If I have an agent come in, that agent is working from a sort of a bias point of view in that they're thinking, number one, the homeowner always thinks their house is worth more. You'll never ever go into a home, maybe one in every 10 years, that actually is honest with you and says, I don't know what it's worth. They all think they know what it's worth, and it's usually they think it's worth more than it is. So when you hire an appraiser, he doesn't care about your feelings. He's doing the math. He took years to get his appraisal license, so it's not something you get with a real estate course in two weeks and trace your hand and write your name in the top right-hand corner. It is a serious thing to obtain the ability to appraise properties for banks. The problem when you have an agent in is he wants to list the house, or she does, and the reason you're asking you what you think it's worth is because typically a vendor, not knowing anything about real estate, is going to shop for that agent that tells him what they want to hear. So, you know, when I'm selling property, I hire three appraisers, anywhere between one and three. I want an unbiased opinion, and I also want a piece of paper that potentially I could use for other purposes, financing, and so forth. Now, typically the banks want to hire their own appraiser or appraisers, and same with CMHC, but at least I have an opinion that is from a third party that's getting paid to price the property. They're not getting paid to sell it if they get the listing and tell the owner what they want to hear. I I agree, uh, and it really, at the end of the day, is probably their best uh, money spent because they don't have somebody who has a vested interest and will tell them what they want to hear so that they can get a listing and have the the sign put on. The other thing is appraisers price it based on market. What What's the property worth today? Uh, that's the only thing that I would side on caution with is they don't, they won't price it or they shouldn't, majority do not, Price it based on market data, say, from 2021, because those are going to be inflated prices. Uh, but they also don't price properties going forward. They tell you what the property is worth on that or are supposed to on that given day. Based on how long it's going to take to sell. Because yeah. someone that 
you know, has the next 20 years to sell a house, that number looks different than someone that wants it sold within the next 30 to 90 days. The bank typically wants to see it sold in 90 days. They don't want to be sitting on it for 10 years because they're typically heating and insuring that house, maintaining it. Yeah, so they want market value today to to sell within whatever the the reasonable average um, days on market are at that time. They're going to appraise it based on the instructions from the client. Correct. Yeah. Right. It's probably the... And that way it also removes the uncomfortable conversation that no agent wants to have is, what do you think it's worth? Well, Bob next door said it's worth this. Well, my, my guy at the car wash said it was worth that. We just look at the facts, the data. And the problem or the challenge with PEI is if you're doing a three-bedroom bungalow in Charlottetown or Somerside, it's a no-brainer. Anyone can put a value on that based on the math, whether it's a CMA or an appraisal. This is the CMAs and the appraisals that everyone loves to do because they're super quick and you can usually do them within five to uh, five to $11,000. So I was just looking at the phone and seeing how our time is. The uh, When you get outside the major centers, if you want to refer to them that, Charlottetown and Summerside, Stratford, Cornwall, you the prices are all over the place. So it, it comes down to almost what price are you aiming for because of the latitude that you have. And that's why a lot of the appraisers, when they're appraising a house that is sold, they're putting the financing appraisal together for the bank. They'll ask us, what did it sell for? Because what they're trying to do is they're trying to work to that number rather than just trying to pull a number on the data, which is all over the place because people that are buying outside the city are typically people from off-island, probably from southern Ontario, between Oshawa, Burlington, Scarborough, Richmond, Markham, uh, and up to Ottawa, and they're coming here and they're buying on emotion. They'll just look at something. Oh, this is pretty. 900000 Well, this is just a deal compared to my house in in Ottawa. Well, this is in Ottawa. That same house probably sold for two fifty six months ago. But they, they add a component to the data that drives the appraisers and the agents nuts because it makes no sense because these people are buying an emotion, whereas a house sold in Charlottetown and Somerset is typically bought on utility by a local, someone that's traversing to work, has a job nearby, they're looking for daycare, schools, shopping, Hospital. hospitals, healthcare, blah, blah, dentist. So it's a different market. Anything else? No, I I agree with that. Uh, so the important questions um, or things to look for if you're a seller and you're wondering, where do I go from here? Do I call a real estate professional? Do I call an appraiser? Uh, what would you... You would call I- between one and three appraisers. You tell them, this is the time that I typically want it sold, whatever that timeline is. Typically, it would be 90 days if they're if they're doing an appraisal. And uh, have them put the numbers together. And then when you look for an agent, I would look for an agent that has the best marketing campaign because it's one thing to sell a house, but if nobody knows about it, it's presented very poorly. For instance, when I was looking at recently where the agent went out of his way to use his iPhone that was crooked and we got pictures of the garbage can, we've got at least 20 pictures of the washer and dryer, which was really helpful, and a picture of the industrial plant next door. And we've got a book. 10 drone pictures of, I think you can almost see Toronto in the distance. The drone is so high. 
that's not marketing. That's stupidity. And it's probably the owner saying, oh, are you having drone photos? Drone? This is a different podcast. We've discussed this on my YouTube channel. But pictures are all about the right pictures. It's not about having an abundance of pictures that make the house and or property, you know, not glow in a bright light. It's it's just presented really poorly. So after you get your appraiser to establish appraiser appraisals in, then you look for someone that's going to do the best marketing job to get you the most amount of money in the least amount of time, which is what most sellers want. Yeah, what what aligns with what their needs are. So if your motivation is price, then you know they can price it. Uh, it's going to take longer. A little fishier if they have the time. If they have the time to do so. If you don't have the time and it's a, a work relocation or I'm a hundred you know, three. Maybe I'm a hundred and three. And I'm putting my house up on the market. And I don't know if I'm going to make it to 104. So I'm probably not going to go with the five-year marketing plan. Good point. Good point, Michael. So it just depends. What's your motivation to sell? Uh, Is it price or is it uh, time? And that will, in turn, affect what um, what happens, how, how you position that property on the market. Uh, if a lot of people will say, well, doesn't a, why do I have to pay an appraiser? Doesn't a real estate professional do that? Again, it's no different than a buyer buying a home and not doing a home inspection. Best money spent. Uh, why, why play around with tens of thousands of dollars? Sometimes we could be talking about for the sake of a you know, a few hundred dollars to get an appraisal done. And play the game of I'm going to find the agent that tells me what I want to hear so yeah. I look good. Yeah, absolutely. And then you're going to end up in the market and you're going to wonder, why is the third price reduced sign? You know, price reduced or new price means it means overpriced to begin with. But the agents will take these listings on because they know after time they'll be able to wear the vendor down or maybe the second agent or the third agent or the fourth agent We'll get that house down to market and it will sell. It would have sold the first day if it was just put on for market value. But no, you had to put it on for 200000 more. Yeah, at an inflated price. And with that, the other reason an agent would overprice your property and tell you what you want to hear at your market evaluation is so that they can generate buyer leads and they may not be getting paid off your house, but they're going to get paid selling those buyers something else. So just... Full disclosure and something that's really important. And that will end up taking us into our next podcast, which we won't be discussing disclosure. So anything you want to say, Michael? I think that's about it. But yes, you overprice a house. All you're doing is your agents will show that house to make other listings look better. So you're really being helpful to all your neighbors because they're looking at your house for, say, 600000 hypothetically. All the other houses are on for four seventy-five. The consumer or the individual's perception of that is, oh, what an awesome deal. It's on for four seventy-five. This one's on for six. Or they won't say it's on. They'll say it's worth six. This is worth four seventy-five. Neither one of those houses is worth anything inclusively until it sells and transacts. And only then when it's posted as a sale can you use that data. Absolutely. That's it. Yeah. We're done. Not looking at active data. You have to look at what has sold, and not what for sale. Yeah, it's good. Have a great day, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.